Hosted by PlasticJoint.com. I am your host of the most Francis Rivera, and to the left of me is Eric. Oh, um, yeah, that's my uh, my uh, my hacksaw impression. But yeah, okay. So starting uh, with the <laughs> can't even talk right now. This we're going to be talking just pretty much about WWE. This podcast, uh, Ramsey's explained to me that there wasn't really too much. On Impact, so good. I didn't no, have to, you know, do. Wasn't at all. I saw Impact. Well, I saw as much as Impact as I could before. Before A, I had to be called out for dinner because, by the way, uh, I don't know if anybody figured it out this this week, but it was Thanksgiving. So it's like we. I was watching. So instead of watching that, I had to go eat dinner. Actually, no. Yeah. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, I remember this now. I wasn't even watching dinner. I did watch a little bit of it because I was watching it online. But at the time that they were airing it, I was trying to be a human shield for my mom at Walmart for Black Friday specials. Uh, oh, because I remember they opened at 10. Actually, 8 o'clock. Wow, they opened even earlier. Um, well, because I know the one in my, my area, the one that's like five minutes away from my house, it opened up at 10 this year. So unless, I wonder if it's probably just yours, but yeah. Uh, so starting off this, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw, uh... Main event as well as SmackDown. Uh, we're not going to get too much into Survivor Series because I'm pretty sure the majority of you actually know what had happened. And then also the majority of what happens in Raw is going to be kind of like a backlash of what went on yeah, um, the, during that period. Yeah, thing I realized is like literally you cannot even watch you know you know you don't have to even watch Survivor Series and you'll know instantly what happened just by us describing what happened on Raw. Quite literally, that's what happened. I'm like, wow. I feel sorry for the people that have to pay like sixty dollars for this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not cheap, but um, I mean, in certain cases, you do get your money's worth. But I mean, yeah. we'll talk about that. You know, <laughs> pay per view is coming up. But um, with that said, let's go ahead and get into Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw from Dayton, Ohio. On commentary tonight, it's Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole. And we begin the show with Ryback. And he said something that's like, oh my god, it's like, I can't believe he, I can't believe he just said this. He said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, he said he took, well, actually, this is the exact quote. He said that, he, that, that these two guys that, that attacked him at Survivor Series took food from, his, from a starving man's um, table. And I'm like... Wait, 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 wait. So we're trying to imply here that uh, Ryback is like one of those like starving African children now. What? <laughs> He's uh, the wrong color and size for that. He's a big buff white guy, not a small Ethiopian child. 
Um, Stan, get on that right now for an image for the podcast. <laughs> Wherever you are, that's our image right there. Okay, Small but, Ethan right back. I'm kind of like picturing that. Like I'm thinking about just getting like a picture of Ryback and photoshopping his head over Starvin Marvin from South Park. <laughs> no, I'm drinking, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> that too oh, much? You're the greatest show ever, by the way. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, he... What ended up happening uh, was... They, they show recaps of this. Basically, three guys from NXT... Uh, three unknown dudes. I mean, I haven't really heard anything from him, but you know, Ryback is uh, as good as he is. He's catching a lot of shit lately from people. Um, but basically, they they all beat the crap out of him, set him up, and then power bomb him onto the table. Yes, they pick up Ryback as as three people put his crotch in one dude's face, and then bam, power bomb him onto the table. Uh, so with that said, yeah, CM Punk ends up. I think. He, doesn't he? Who does he get the pin on? Was it Cena or was it Ryback? I think he gets it off Ryback. By the way, uh, yeah. if, you're wondering, uh, if you're wondering the three people they were, because I know there's a lot of people who follow these type of things, it's uh, Dean Ambrose, um, Roman a uh, Reigns, and Seth Rollins. Yeah, I, I've heard I heard the names from them that particular Raw, but the fact of the matter is, like, I really don't fo I don't follow NXT as much. Um, I, I guess I should start, but, um, yeah, the That's fact right. of the matter is they actually, you know, they, uh, I'm pretty sure they're trying to pull the Brad Maddox and get, you know, names from themselves, and by doing this, they take up, you know, pretty much the top dog besides, you know, the champions, which would be, you know, CM Punk and, at this point, the Big Show, which I'm pretty sure they'd be able to take down Big Show. If they could take down Ryback, Big Show, you just need to go for those giant knees and, you know, he's out like it. Yeah, pretty much. But, um, yeah, so, um, at this point, uh... Vicky Guerrero comes out, and she's like, you know, yeah, you, we like, we, if you're gonna destroy this ring, because earlier he said he wanted to destroy the ring, he, she comes out and says, if yeah. you're not gonna destroy a ring, uh, but I like how you destroy things, so we're gonna pit, pit you against someone that's equally as big. And out comes out Tensai, and I'm like, where's this little Japanese man? Sakamoto went back, apparently. I'm pretty sure he got, like, sad of being bitch slapped. So much. <laughs> I'm sure. I, would, I, I don't blame him. Yeah, and plus, why would you want to hang out with Prince Albert all the damn time? I mean, he just—he sure looks. Like, I'm, pretty sure he smells, I'm pretty sure he smells like a wet sock all the time. Ugh. He smells like a wet sock. He and he has this like weird ice cream cone shape. Like he has like <laughs> tiny legs and like this just this big robust upper body, and he just—he looks so weird. He just looks super super weird. But, I mean, it, it, jokes aside, he Tensai has him going for the majority, I, I, for the start of the fight, I would say. And then Ryback's just like, nope. And he just starts beating the crap out of Tensai. And yeah, it's, it's like, it, if, you've seen, if, you've seen a tense, if you've seen Ryback fight before, then you've seen this before anyway. So it's like, I knew. Yeah, they get. It's like, ah, well, Tensai, you are now the sacrificial lamb to Ryback. So we knew ye well. Yeah, so. Pretty much he gets buried. Uh, he hits him with a shell shock, and then that's pretty much it. And from there, we're taken to uh, Sheamus arguing in the back with the referee. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of controversy uh, on that Survivor Series. Big Show got himself disqualified 
so that he, he didn't lose the time. And then he gave him the he gave him the knockout punch, and then after yeah. that, right, uh, and and after that, Sheamus was like no way, fella, and he started walling walling in with with chair shots. Yeah, I think they counted it out. It was about what, like thirty six or thirty eight chair shots. Thirty seven. They wouldn't. They, they would 30... not let us. They would not let us forget this number on SmackDown. Trust me. Oh yeah, I forgot. JBL was just like going on and on about. Oh no, was yeah. What, it was Josh Matthews. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if it's something as annoying, that it's Josh Matthews. Yeah. So Anyways. pretty much, it's it's the concerto returning. But yeah. that's a the discussion for another day. So from this, uh, we start off a, a match with two competitors from Team Foley and Team Ziggler, uh, Kofi Kingston and Wade Barrett. Ooh, um, this was a good match. It was. Wade Barrett's always entertaining to watch. Same thing with Kofi Kingston. At this point, it's 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 kind of like a recap to what happened, I think, maybe about the previous year. Where, yeah, much, yeah. Yeah, where Kofi was the Intercontinental Champion, and Wade Barrett beat him for the title. So it's kind of like one of those like repeat matches. Now, it was a good match. Uh, I mean, if you have anything more to say to it, go for it. I, I don't really want to step on your toes with this, but go for it if you have more no, to talk about. Fine. Um, but yeah, Kofi's always interesting to watch. High flyer takes risks. Barrett just is a big powerhouse. I mean, he's he he's one of those guys that you know he could do well if he just gets more chances. I mean, yeah. They, the thing is, like, it's, it's like it's like he's a poster boy with bad karma, where it's just like all these bad things happen, but it's like he is like so talented, and he's like, why 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 are you picking on him? He should be like yeah, a world he, champ. He should be like fifteen-time world champion right about now. Same with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, they. It's honestly a matter of them getting placed in a, a division where they don't need to be. It's exactly. you. Wade Barrett is a very, very talented guy. When he had his feuds with Randy Orton, I, when he was the leader of the Nexus, and I mean, I, I don't really want to talk about the core because that was just horrible. Yeah. But um, at, at that time, you know, when he was leading the Nexus, it was just he was known. He had himself out there. He was exposed. And then, you know, there was that whole group dynamic. Can he really do it by himself? And he proved it. He did for quite a while. And it then really he had that. Like I said, like you, you mentioned the, the whole thing with Orton. And like I sort of got that was like before his injury. Uh, yeah. Before his injury and before they, they they got rid of Randy Orton. I thought that like that was probably to be one of my favorite views of that year. That Like I was like yeah. tail in the last year. And I was just like, oh, my God, this was so awesome. Yeah, and then it just they got cut short quickly for whatever yeah. reason. So uh, there was that. Uh, winner of the match was Wade Barrett at this point. So I think they're setting up for more. I'm pretty sure they're going to have a feud between Kofi and Wade Barrett, and it's probably going to end up with the title being changed over again with Wade Barrett taking it over Kofi again. Unless, you know, they throw us for a loop here with this, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go that way. Um at this point, they, they do a recap of, uh, of basically of what's been happening to Ryback lately. They talk about the Brad Maddox incident. They talk about, you know, pretty much uh, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns going over and, and, you know, screwing him over at Survivor Series. So they kind of also mention Paul Heyman and, and CM Punk. At this point, this was his 600, uh, 365th day as the 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 champion so of course one year to date on monday yeah exactly so at that point yeah you know it was something of course you know paul Heyman is in the back telling them you know hey we're gonna throw a party and blah 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 and then etc 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 
uh, followed by... Do you have any involvement about what happened? You're like, what? Yeah, and then he plays the the whole, why does everyone think that I'm going to be doing something bad? I defended my title. I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm a... He's like, I, I don't like being, you know, uh, accused of these things. He's like, I'm, I'm dependent. He's like, defending it, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, professionally, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just going that shit back and forth. So it, they honestly, I, this storyline is just getting really, really annoying. It's kind of like Paul Heyman. They're, they're trying to make it where Paul Heyman is the puppet master and CM Punk and, you know, all these other guys like Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Brad Maddox, they were just puppets, more or less, being, you know, kind of moved along in the big picture here to try and screw yeah. everything up. So I kind of hope they do. Go on. Good. No, you go first because I have a different thought here. Okay, I just, I kind of, I hope they don't go too far with this because it's just, it's getting very, very annoying. It kind of reminds me of the corporation back, you know, in the Great Attitude Area. Attitude era, but it just for for my sake, I just really hope that they snuff it and they move on to something else with Punk because he could be great. It's just they need to get him away from this shit. Well, for me, as I was saying, that, like I don't think they're, I don't think they're gonna um, I don't think they're gonna use CM Punk. I I think they they're gonna be like, see, see, we didn't have anything to do with this, and this is all Brad Maddox trying to like fuck over Ryback. Yeah. Possibly. Could be, because, of course, you know, I don't know, yeah, he never got into NXT or anything like that. He just... So, that if they bring him back to the storyline, I guess that would be good, but I, I don't like that, think... I'll be, perfectly, I'll be perfectly okay, because that's the only way I can see him do at this point, other than, well, any, anything else. Yeah. So, um, followed by this little, um, kind of, um, uh, little talk over with, uh, Matt Stryker and Punk. Uh, from there, we're taken to the break of the match, or the break of the night, or the piss break, as I refer to it, the uh, yeah. Divas match. Now, I mean, I like I said, I you know why, Caitlin? How you doing, baby girl? I love you. Call me. Um, just, I'm doing oh a little. Oh my god, hard. this is like, like there's there's bad women's matches, and then there was this, and I'm like, it, it was pretty sick. It it honestly it's. It, it was one of those where it just it's like snap your fingers, it's over. Um, Kaylin, that's uh, actually the best part. Where it's just like, thank God, thank God it was short because I saw this match, and it's just like, I uh, uh, it was just bullshit. No offense, it's just yeah. Like, you you know why I had to watch this match? Like I said, everyone knows why at this point. I I like Caitlyn a lot, so. Moving from there, basically, of course, winner was Caitlyn. They're they're trying to edge her along more, even though she lost last night at at Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, they they did the, the, they did also to to add in. I'm pretty sure no one even gives a shit about this, but I have to talk about it. The what they did last time, I, I forgot what pay per view it was. I think it was Night of Champions, where Caitlyn was sabotaged by a, a woman in a in a brown in a, in a blonde wig. Yeah. Again, it was the same thing, Oksana. Uh, tries to you know uh, um, uh, tries to basically jump uh, Caitlyn before her match, and I don't know if it went through or not. But basically, there's that. Um, and the next match, uh, Brodus Clay and uh, Antonio Cesaro, um, Captain Pepperoni Nipples. Um, so yeah. there was that. Our uh, truth uh, comes out. No little Jimmy. 
that was that was pretty interesting. Um, so he comes out and he's on commentary for this match. So it, it, it was somewhat interesting as far as the commentary goes for this. But um, Brodus Clay kind of dominates for the major- like for the start of the match. Then yeah. Cesaro gets momentum and he just ends up you know he ends up dominating him. He really does. He takes him down. Yeah. This and is the way to make Antonio Cesaro look look really good, and this is and they just did it right there. Brodus Clay, bigger dude, um, you know, they kind of went south with this character. I remember when they were like showing him off before, you know, he they were having him debut, and they were showing his like matches uh, in you know the other networks, and you know he just I I like everyone else, I thought he was going to be a big monster's heel. He comes out and he's just he's one of the funkiest dudes alive. I swear. Um, so that was pretty much it. Uh, Antonio Cesaro takes him down. Um, so followed by this, I mean, I kind of want to talk about this. I'm pretty sure not really many people care, but the, the whole John Cena and the Make-A-Wish Foundation, I actually really enjoyed this segment just cause, you know, a lot of people give John Cena shit for stuff like this. Like, oh, he's the poster boy of WWE. You know, he's the he's the the ultimate face character. Blah blah blah. I'm like, well, you know what? He's 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 one of those guys where you can't hate him for shit like this. No, he's legitimately. Yeah, he's he's legitimately making these kids, you know, feel as 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 great as can be. It sounds weird as hell, but it, that's exactly what it is. You know, these kids, their terminal illnesses, things like that, stuff that they can't really do. You know, they can't really do anything. And, you know, they only have one wish, and they wish to meet John Cena. And, of course, he comes through. I know there's, like, other celebrities that go in. They probably do, like, a quick little photo op, talk to him for a bit. You know, John Cena makes it their day. He just comes out, you know, guns blazing, just just does everything he can to make that child's moment just extremely magnificent. And I really respect him for that. And I, I honestly, regardless of the hate, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that I hate John Cena. He is seriously, you know, he's basically like the Superman of the WWE. But I, I don't hate him. The guy is great. He's talented. You know, he is, he plays a good face character. He gets in your face. He's just, he's kind of like a PG thirteen. Uh, I wouldn't even say PG. Well, eh, I mean, that, that's pretty much that's all that really that all I really need to say. Um, so after this uh, video of the Make a Wish Foundation, we're taken to Vicky Guerrero coming down, coming down the, uh, coming down the, the the ramp with some weird-looking normal man and dude and woman. And so they go out and stating, you know, oh how AJ has been making a fool of herself and blah 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 blah, and stating that you know she's just you know being this like uh, this basically just just being an idiot with this whole. Um, uh, this whole scandal, apparently, yeah. which it's yeah. dumb. I honestly, two consent, like you explained, two consenting adults doing what? Just being together with themselves. It's just, it's, it's, it's really dumb. It's really, really dumb. But they, they kind of find a way to, I guess, spice things up. Basically, what they're stating is that they, uh, the, the, the girl was a waitress at, uh, at some, at the, at the restaurant that they had the business dinner at. Um, and uh, that they requested a private table, and they were all touchy-feely with each other throughout the meal. And the dude is apparently a parking attendant, that they were parked in a vehicle together for over an hour. And um, and apparently some guy came up and complained about what he saw in the car. So uh, AJ, her music hits on time, she comes down, 
And uh, she's stating that Vicky paid people off to say these things. And that if she just wants to fire her, just fire her or just stop talking. And so she's stating that the, the parking attendant guy took some pictures. And as he's about to show it off, um, Cena comes out, his music hits, and he just, he just with, with freaking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't even know. But basically, he just comes out, just, you know, eyes straight forward, just, just runs over to the ring, and then he just, you know, he, he basically, he wants to put this all down. He's stating that, you know, he's like, this is, this, this is just stupid, and he's just like, okay, AJ, I hope you don't mind. And then he just kisses her, and it's like, okay, it's, it's whatever, and then as soon as he uh, gets away, she jumps on him, and I, I honestly, I kind of just thought that was the funniest thing ever. It's just, it's like, that's, that's like a, a really awkward couple, to be honest with you. You have this, yeah, like, is. little, AJ's, like, maybe, I, I, you know what, I'm, for, for the, for the benefit of everyone, I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm just gonna see how tall she is compared to John Cena. So, basically, she's just tiny as can be. She's five foot three, so she's about four inches smaller than me. Um, John Cena, I wanna say, she's uh, yeah, short, five, seven. Five, five, so, and, uh, let me see, I'm gonna go, wait, what? I'm just running down numbers of uh, how how John Cena how how much John Cena might oh six one yeah he's six one so he's six one two fifty and she's uh five three and barely a hundred and ten not even that she's a hundred and uh, she's a hundred and seven pounds yeah. so yeah. Th this is just like it's, <laughs> it's my doll compared to him yeah exactly so it's just it's like. I, I, it's, it's weird, to be honest, but at this point, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny to see, but she just jumps on him and just, you know, just starts sucking his yeah. face off. Yeah. So, right, right, right. <laughs> so this happens, and then Dolph Ziggler comes out, and he tries to attack, uh, tries to attack John Cena, and then John Cena follows him out of the ring, and he ends up, I guess, uh, tweaking his knee at this point, his left knee. And um, yeah. they're taken to the back a little bit later, and then they go on to it. But um, after this, we're taking to a uh, two out of three false count anywhere match. Uh, so it's against uh, Alberto Del Rio. Now, I know we've talked about this rivalry between them. Uh, Alberto Del Rio apparently considers himself the real apex predator of the WWE. Yeah. You know, you can't take that title from Randy Orton. He's legitimately no. built himself up. The dude strikes, and they, it's pretty much it. Uh, the that RKO, he gets... Just, just, this match was yeah. horrible. Yeah, so... Wait, you don't like the match? No, not much. Not that much at all. Like, whenever I see a word, two out of three falls match on a, on a regular TV show, it's like, there's gonna be, to be lots of shenanigans, and boy, I was right about that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it it was good for what it was. I mean, Randy Orton's always entertaining to watch, in my opinion, but yeah. it, it could have been yeah. a lot worse than what it actually was. Um, yeah, uh, so they're pretty much, they go through it. They're all, the, you know, Orton gets the first match, Del Rio gets the second match, and then at that point, you know, it takes him to number three, or no, well, basically match number three, Randy Orton wins. Now, 
uh, Randy Orton uh, gets, you know, he, he gets his arm worked over throughout this match. And yeah, it's, like, as a matter of fact, the yeah. first fall was practically uh, elbow to the reel, just ramming his his, his arm onto the on, onto the post for, like, for the 10 count, and that's how he got himself, that's how Randy Orton got the first win. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the arm bar itself, that, that's, like, one of the, you know, like, the most devastating moves that our Burger Real actually has. And so, he was just, you know, utilizing it as much as he could. Um, but, of course, Randy Orton still gets it in, and uh, yeah, it, it was just, it was a good match. It was mm-hmm. really good. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, it's like, I kind of, like, I, I, like you said, coming from my perspective, like, I kind of wish there was like less shenanigans. But then again, too, like, I kind of realized, like, I kind of pieced it together when I saw that. Oh, it's a two out of three falls match on Raw. Yeah, this is gonna bound to be end up with more shenanigans than I would than I would really like. But anytime Alberto Del Rio is in a match, you best believe Ricardo Rodriguez is gonna find a way to screw something up. Yeah. He does so, but then I think he gets ejected, I think, in the second match. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah he gets ejected in the second match. Um, so, pretty much Randy Orton takes it with the two. And then you have this really weird filler match. It just They just kind of threw it in there for whatever reason. Um, it's the Great Khali versus Primo and Epico and Rosa Mendez. Um, but before the actual match... Hornswoggle goes down to the ring with the bouquet of flowers, and he's just hanging out there. Uh, and then he ends up, you know, during the match, walking over to Rosa Mendez, asking for a kiss. And he shows her the flowers, and so she leans down, and he's, uh, and she's about to give him a kiss, and he squeezes the flowers, and he squirts her in the face. That was hilarious. I thought that was funny. But, um, yeah, it just, you know, I haven't seen Hornswoggle in quite a bit, so that was pretty hilarious to see. Um... But yeah, this it, yeah, this made no sense whatsoever it, at all. It really did. But I think they kind of were going off on that um, you know, uh who else was it? I think it was Ricardo Rodriguez, you know, giving uh uh Rosa Mendez the um the uh, the card. Yeah. The card, yeah. So, I think they're probably trying to like do something with that maybe. I it would be hilarious to see a Hornswoggle and Ricardo Rodriguez match. And that would just be. That, like, it, kind of, it kind of gives off this this feeling that Rosa Mendez attracts like all the freaks. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I see mean, that. Did really, did bring out the Boston Booger again and see if like <laughs> drag him out to see if they, they can do something with him again? Isn't Santino like like trying to hit on her for a bit? I think so too. Yeah. I so there so you go. Too. So, but yeah, that that like that was professor pretty X much. All, she's like the Professor X of like just. Attracting all these fucking weirdos. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, here we go. Yeah, it, it was just... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, the great Collie won this one. But after the match, uh, Hornswoggle gets into the ring, and he starts dancing with the great Collie. I thought that was hilarious as hell. Um, so, after this, after the dancing, Heyman's in the back, and... He's talking with the party planner for everything, yeah. and he asks him about, yeah. about balloons, and he just throws this little fit. He's like, "How could you not have balloons at a party? Everybody has balloons." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, so it, it was just like I said, Paul Heyman went from this like, you know, he he, he was like a, a huge villain with the whole Brock Lesnar thing, yeah. and now he's just resumed like reduced to this 
little bumbling buffoon, I guess, is like I said. Yeah, exactly. So there was that. Um, at this point, uh, The Miz goes up against David Atunga right after the commercial. Now, it was kind of another one of those fillers. Uh, David Otunga was actually pretty dominant throughout the start of the match. Um, he actually put quite a hurting on him, on, on The Miz, but yeah. at this point, yeah, it, it ends up, you know, basically flipping over and, you know, The Miz ends up, you know, getting through it. Um, and yeah, they ended up, you know, he gets him with a skull crushing finale and that was pretty much it. I think they uh, established that the Miz can be a good babyface in peril, so that's like, eh, that's fine. They're trying to like, yeah, they're trying to make, they're trying to make him look like, you know, they're trying to make him look strong by having these like face type matches where like, oh, he's being dominated. Oh wait, he's got to come back. Yeah. So, I it, it'd be interesting to see, but I don't really know how they're gonna play it out. But it, like I said, it would be interesting to still see. Um, from there. It's uh, Sheamus against, uh, well, basically Sheamus is out in the ring, and he's stating that he needs to get something off of his chest. He actually has the chair yeah. that he beat the yeah. Big Show with, mm-hmm. um, and he's just you know stating that he just wants the Big Show to come out, and he just wants to go ahead and settle it then and there. And he's, he's tired of being, you know, the nice guy, you know, being okay with everything, and he just wants to just beat the shit out of the Big Show. For lack of a better term, he just wants to beat the shit out of the Big Show. Yeah. So, yeah. at this point, Damien Sandow uh, states that, you know, or he comes out, and he watches down the ring, and they have a match. Now, Sandow, I know you are a big fan. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I just can't say it. It was very good. Um... At this point, he's he's like he's kind of baiting everything. Yeah. Sandow is just you know yeah. he's he's making it seem like big Sh- or like Sheamus is 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 um he's too angry to be in this match basically. Yeah, he's he like, he you know yeah, yeah, calm your tits down because yeah. you can't calm your tits down. You're not gonna fight me. Yeah, it, that and then I think he was just baiting a, a disqualification. Yeah. That's that's really what yeah. it looked like. So. At this point, Sandow is is doing everything he can just to kind of piss Sheamus off, as well as you know start the um, kind of just kind of start everything in a way where he gets to, you know, he 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 gets kind of the ref on Sheamus more or less to where Sheamus can't do as much, and at that point he's going to be going up and in doing everything that he can. Um, yeah, Sandow continues just to take control throughout the match. Uh, Sheamus actually counters with Irish Curse Brackbreaker. That move is just amazing to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he ends up getting them and just beating the shit out of them. Just blah, 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 blah. Fella! <laughs> um, so he hits him with white noise. And, you know, you think he's going to go for the pin at that point. But no, he gets up and he just starts baiting, baiting that bro kick, you know, beating his chest just it's it's we've talked about this before where it just it's it looks as painful as can be just because you see these bursted blood vessels on his chest yeah and just pounding the shit out of his chest but you know what i guess that's the warrior in him where he has to keep doing that um 
So, and then he hits him with a bro kick, and bam, that's pretty much yeah. it. Uh, yeah. So, Vicky's in her office, and AJ comes up, and Tamina is in there. And yeah, so, Tamina is now, like, yeah. now uh, Vicky Guerrero's like, personal, personal um, enforcer, I think, like, bodyguard, like now. bodyguard now. Yeah, so, um, other than that, it just, it's, it's, not really too much to say, to be honest. It's it was there, and that was pretty much that. Um, from there, uh, it was just kind of like a, uh, yeah, it was it was kind of AJ pleading about John Cena and you know what Vicky's gonna have to do about it, and Vicky just straight up says nothing, and um, and she kind of just straight up tells her, you know, AJ says if you're not gonna do anything, then I will. So. At the at that point, you know AJ uh, is walking in the back. Layla is just telling her, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! I'm so uninteresting! Don't do it! Don't do it!" Um, and basically, she goes into the locker room, and we're actually having to talk about this beforehand, where everyone is in there. Yeah. Everyone, even people who didn't have matches, apparently they felt the need to take a shower. Um. So we we were discussing this earlier that 3MB was in there. Yeah, and was there just yeah. randomly wearing towels, and I was, we were saying, <laughs> what the hell were they doing before? The were they like measuring their dick? Were they measuring their dicks out of boredom? Probably. I, I I think that was probably something that they might have done, but it was just it was like you know what reason do you have to shower? Like yeah. I'm not saying that like yeah. I, I don't I'm not, I don't have a problem with hygiene, but if you don't do anything like that, yeah, like if you, if you're not yeah. tonight. What purpose do you have to shower in front of a bunch of dudes? Exactly. Like, I understand they're on exactly. the road, but I'm pretty sure they have, like, hotel rooms that they go to. You know, it's not like they're, you know, as soon as they finish up, they get straight in the bus and they head to the next city. And even if they do do that, I'm yeah. pretty sure they can shower at, like, a hotel or something like that, whatever, et cetera. Blah, 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 she asks, who the hell do you think you are? And uh, Dolph Ziggler just goes on with this speech. And I, I thought this was pretty interesting. Yeah, she, just because yeah. You know, if, there's anything, like, if there's anything that uh, I like about Dolph Ziggler is like, the man knows how to speak man, like, really well. This was proof of that. Like, if you need him to do like, a good heel promo, holy shit, he cut one hell of a heel promo. He's one of the few that can actually do it. Because you, you hardly see it. The reason being is that it, it just, it's like, you hardly see that nowadays. Most people, they don't cut promos. It's just a quick little interview, and then whoever they're feuding with will pretty much get into it, and then just, you know, yeah, yeah. get into it yeah. and, you know, screw everything up. So, and then you have, you know, the match, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, it's just, it's... It's kind of it's refreshing to see someone who actually can speak in front of a mic and can actually do what they need to to get to cut a good promo. So, you know, moving on from that, he gives up this speech about how she's a dime a dozen. He sees girls like that. You know, they just want a little bit of attention, and as soon as they do that, they just throw their world away for it more and more and more. And when they're left with it, she's she's there. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And. Uh, Basically, that he he just utters these words to her that she's sad, weak, and pitiful, and then uh, and then he just calls her trash, and so AJ just goes, you know, she goes all Hulk on him, just starts slapping the shit out of him. Actually, and no, there's John like, Cena, there's, actually, there's like this silence for like 
awkward silence. Yeah, not like, not awkward silence, yeah, not, like you like you can t- you can see the air thinning out <laughs> as she's as this happens. Like, like for like five seconds, you're like, oh shit. And so from that point, yeah, she does go and just start slapping the shit out of him. And then John Cena comes out and he just pulls her away. Like I can understand, you know, if if Dolph Ziggler got into his face about it, but no, he straight up attacked John Cena. Yeah. And no, yeah. When we say attack, like they they went at it. Oh yeah, they they you can hear like Dolph Ziggler just do his like signature like little yell that he does. Yeah. And uh, he just he goes after him. He tweak John Cena tweaks his knee again, and they go into the actual like kind of like bathroom area of the locker room where the toilet, yeah. the stalls, yeah. and the showers are. And he puts him through, his, like, through, like, two stalls. And then he just ends up beating on his knee. And then at that point, uh, I think it was, uh, was it, uh, was it Titus O'Neil? I think so. I think so. No, I just mix their names. I do that all the damn time. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was Titus, uh, the, 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 one of the dudes in, in the primetime players, um, I can't think of their names for a second. I'm horrible with this podcast, but whatever. Darren Does he look like John yeah. Cena? Does he look like no, no, no. Darren Young. Darren Young is the shorter one, so yeah. it is Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Titus O'Neil is the bigger, blacker one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not racist. Um, just want to add that. But uh, yeah, he uh, he pulls off Dolph Ziggler, and John Cena is there, thriving and writhing, playing and writhing, playing. I can't even talk. Writhing and pain. Writhing and pain. Why do I keep adding an L to that? Horrible, horrible, horrible. That's fine. That's fine. Um, that's fine. Keep going, so man. You're, you're doing good. You're doing good. So they they end up getting uh, him a little bit of medical attention, and yeah, it ends pretty much there. Um, at this point, uh, we're taken to the uh, the next match, which is Kane and Daniel Bryan, Team Hell No, against Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara. Now, this was a pretty interesting match. It was really, really good. Um, yeah. yeah. Primetime players are actually out on commentary for this match, and they're, and they're, not, they're, they're pretty hilarious. Commentary. Commentary. Yeah. The 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 funniest thing was that Darren Young, what he says, if your hair is nappy, no one is happy. I I I had to pause it and remind it like three times because that was so hilarious. It was funny. It was funny. But so Sin Cara starts the match off against Kane, which. You know, there's there's no real good way to do this. Um, I, I can kind of see it done that way. Uh, Rey Mysterio has history with Sin Cara, and he's a little bit... He's the stronger of the two. Um, which is kind of weird, because they're the same size, and they're, they're pretty much the same build. Give or take, you know, Rey Mysterio's yeah. probably older, so, you know, he, he's not as quick as Sin Cara, but he's, he's a pretty quick dude. So he starts the match off against Kane, and he goes through with a few kicks, you know... Yeah, he's just, you know, doing these little lightning fast kicks right, you know, towards the uh, the upper thigh and then the lower leg area. And then Kane just, you know, just tosses him across the apron like a freaking little rag doll. Um, so Sin Cara then goes and then, uh, yeah, he, uh, he gets him, he kicks him in the head and he misses a splash. Daniel Bryan goes out and he gets a tag. Um, and Sin Cara kind of gets back into it a bit. He yeah. gets him with an arm drag. Yeah. And then he tags in Ray. Um, at that point nine, they do a stereo kick on Daniel Bryan, and you know, Ray Mysterio is ripped into the whipped into the ropes. 
by uh, by Daniel Bryan. Yeah. He ends up doing a good, you know, decent kick. Kane doing their little uh, their little lover spat in the ring tags himself in, mm-hmm. and uh, he pretty much just charges at him and. Uh, yeah, he slides under Kane, gets him a few things. He's about to set up the 619. Kane slides out, and Rey Mysterio actually leaps out onto him. At that point, uh, Daniel Bryan runs after, and then uh, basically he hits him. Um, he hits uh, Sin Cara, and then... Or, no, no, no. I can't even talk. What the fuck, man? <laughs> um, yeah, Daniel Bryan goes after Rey Mysterio. Uh, Sin Cara comes out, and then actually hits him with a suicide dive. At that point, it goes to a commercial break. We get back, and Kane's in the ring with Sin Cara. Kane is just beating the crap out of him. And that's where that whole uh, little your hair is nappy. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's picking out his hair with the, uh, with the, um, with the, with the Afro pick. And uh, I think it was um, – who was it? Was it uh, – I think it was Michael Cole that told him that he's always picking out his hair, that he's always messing with his hair. Yeah. Um, so he gets him. Uh, he tells him, you know, he's like, hey. Your hair is nappy. No one is happy. And, um, yeah, all the lulls. So from that point forward, uh, Daniel Bryan gets kind of, uh, he, he basically, he gets uh, he gets in control of the match at that point. He gets him with a surfboard stretch, which is just amazing to see. Yeah. I really like seeing yeah. it. Just, it's, it just looks as painful as it is amazing. So at that point, he goes in with a few kicks. And they're just pretty gnarly kicks. Uh, at that point, he gets him with a chin lock, and he charges for a knee. Uh, Sin Cara gets him with a counter and then hits a tornado DDT, which was just amazing to see. So he tags Ramsdale in, and uh, basically he goes over. He goes for Kane's legs. So, you know, typical, I'm going to take out the giant by going for his legs. Um, he goes for a cover, and Kane just throws him away. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, Ray goes, uh, he knocks Kane down again, and he goes for a cover. Brian actually, Daniel Bryan makes a save. Sin Cara knocks him out of the ring, and uh, Ray Mysterio goes for a leap off the top rope, and then Kane just punches him square in the face as he jumps. And so he goes for the cover. Ray Mysterio kicks out, which, I mean, if you've seen any sort of Ray Mysterio match, the dude is resilient. Uh, as little as he is, he makes up for it. So, yeah. At that point, you know, he he basically he sets up Kane for a six one nine, and you know, it just it's yeah. It, it, the the match was about to kind of end at a point at a way, um, yeah. And then the primetime players come into the ring and they start attacking Kane, and so at that point you have Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara stopping in, and you know they're like, okay, you know we got to help them out. We hate yeah. the primetime players. Yeah. Kind of, we, we kind of dislike Team Hell No, but we really hate the primetime players. So at that point, they go for it and uh, they take him down. And uh, but then you're left with this like really awkward stare between Team Hell No and then Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara. Um, it, it really just kind of just didn't end. I mean, it, I guess you could say uh, winners by disqualification were Kane and Daniel Bryan, I guess, just because they get attacked. Yeah. But I mean, at that point, there there really was no you know no set winner. Um, I don't remember if they did the millions of dollars dance. No. In mocking the prime. No. I, I love seeing. There's one spot in particular. I'm like, 
Oh, that's really convenient. Oh. And that's when like Daniel Bryan just like he like does this leg sweep to both to to Darren Young and Titus O'Neil and like they're perfectly in place for the six one nine for some inexplicable reason. Yeah. I'm like, oh that's really convenient. Yeah, it it wouldn't be. I mean, it's just it's one of those things that they have to have it happen. Um, so at that point, um, so CM uh, Paul Heyman comes to the ring and he has everything all set up for CM Punk's little celebration, and Heyman pleads with the WWE Universe, "Do not boo CM Punk. This is his night. This is his celebration." It, it was decent. I, they, you know, they they kind of went through a lot. You know, they were right. He kind of did things on his own. He was kind of out of the norm as far as typical, you know, wrestlers go in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I really like how they showed the majority of his ECW footage. That was really good to watch. Um, that so that. at that I point, they, they were right about they, a lot of like a lot right of stuff they were saying. Like when when Paul Heyman was talking about Paul Heyman or Dino and something, I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I was actually, I was surprised that they did that. But, I mean, of course that they have to list those champions just because, you know, they're setting it up. I yeah. The fact that, yeah. did he say that at this time in 2013 that he's going to be the, that he would be, uh, no, no, he said 2015, I think. Basically, he shouts out a date stating that he's going to be, uh, oh, yeah, he can't wait till the episode of Main Event on Ion Television in 2018 when he passes Bruno Sammartino for the longest WWE championship reign in history. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll give it up if they let it go that long, but I, I really doubt it. No, um, at this point, no. no I, oh. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, back in the days, days when Bruno Sammartino was champion, no, that's the equivalent of being a champion like, for... That's, yeah. what, that would have been the equivalent of being a champion for oh, about a year. Yeah, just because it, it wasn't now it is, really... Have a man, now it is, to have a man win a championship for that many, for that, for that, that many days, that's, uh, that's, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it, it was a different time. It was a, a much more simpler time. Um, but yeah, it's... At that point, you know, Heyman stating that Hulk Hogan can't beat CM Punk... And neither can Steve Austin or The Rock. Um, and that's pretty much it. Doesn't he state, like, he, well, he lists about who the champions were, basically. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, yeah. some dominant popular champion stating that they could never beat, you know, CM Punk. Um, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Going through, um, only two people believe that he would, uh, um, that he would be, you know, winner, or that that he would basically make it out of Survivor Series, and it was Paul Heyman and, and CM Punk. Um, at that point, Ryback's music hits, and he walks down the ramp, and then you have, you know, Ambrose, Rollins, and Reigns coming out, and they attack him. They do the same shit that they did at Survivor Series. CM Punk takes cover, and you know they fight Ryback in the ring. He's kind of able to subdue him for a bit, but then they pretty much overtake him. They pull him outside and they powerbomb on the table again, and then um, he goes. Oh, CM Punk goes over to Ryback, squats next to him, and I thought he was going to teabag him for a second, but I remember this is in Halo, and uh, he, you know, he, he whispers, he's like, and then he shouts, "Best in the world!" 
And so that was pretty much Monday Night Raw in a nutshell. Um, it, it was good. Like I said, I, I really, you know, I liked what they did with Daniel Bryan. Not Daniel Well, actually, that was pretty good. That's a good match. But um, yeah. I really liked what they did yeah. with Dolph Ziggler. He's one of my favorites at this point. And I like that they're kind of giving him more of a push towards center stage instead of just, you know, a kind of little one-off feud with someone. And, you know, they're... they're saying sorry for interrupting but it's like it's good that he went for me i am a guy with the only the only thing i got going for me is i got i got a suitcase to now being like this guy who had a major feud yeah so he's really able just to kind of you know put things through as far as you know hey i'm here i'm you know i'm he does the he hasn't really been talking about you know he hasn't been doing the perfection thing a lot lately but you know I'm a show off and I back it up. That's really, really what I, I think that's, you know, good about his character. At first when he was kind of out there and he was doing the, you know, perfection thing, it, it really, really kind of pissed me off just because like I didn't really like it, it felt like, you know, hey, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm Mr. Perfect, but in this pretty much in this generation. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Um other than that, uh Good matches, Sheamus, Damian Sandow, um, uh, Wade Barrett, Kobe Kingston, uh, Miz, and David Atunga. I, I guess, you know, I, I, I'm going to say it, it was a good match. And then, of course, you know, like I said it, Randy Orton and, and Alberto Dario, as tired as their feud is, it was still a good match. Um, oh, yeah, and then uh, shout-outs for the night. Uh, Hornswoggle, that was fucking hilarious with the Roses. And Caitlin, girl, I love you. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, any other thoughts, Ramses? Oh, I guess. Um, it, now looking back at it, it's like maybe I maybe I enjoyed this raw a little too much than I really should because for some reason I feel like when I watched it, I was enjoying it. And then I start to think about this, I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 did I really enjoy this or what was going on? Granted, the things that I did like were. Where things I think we both agree on that were really good, but it's like some yeah. things like the two out of three some falls match. Oh, God, we could have, they could have done something else here with the two out of three falls match. Oh well. Oh well. Um, yeah. And then like the stuff like and the talking then, parts. Like, I was like, I don't, need, of, I don't need to hear it from any of these people. people. I rather like I rather, matter of fact, right about now, I I rather be taking um right now. Right now, I'd rather have the Cyberpunk rather... and Paul Heyman stuff be like the center, front like, center thing. Ah, uh, well, that's not, uh, how, like, that's not how life works nowadays. So, I got I got to deal with yeah, I got to like, deal with um with all with, this. Um, that's all... perfectly fine. Like and like I said, it's like it's like, it's the it's the same it's, fucking it's, feud it's, they had yeah. in TNA and in TNA. oh my god, it's just oh not it wasn't that not, bad at all. Wasn't that bad at all. Yeah. Um. And, so, so it was alright. I would say watch it, but like the some things we can skip. Yeah, it's one of those that if you have it recorded on DVR, you're gonna be fast forwarding through a lot of shit. Yeah. But some of the parts, yeah. you know, so the Dolph Ziggler part, and the the they actually added a little bit of spice into this tired, you know, AJ and John Cena scandal with you know actually things getting physical that that's basically that's the best way to sum it up things got physical and it got better and i will say this, um i'll give WWE credit for that much because when when tna did it the first time there was no physicality whatsoever 
That was the yeah. worst part of it. Like, okay. Okay. So AJ and Daniels here. That coincidentally another AJ. But like they're just they're just like, saying just, shit. They're not, they're not um, they're accusing shit of each other. They're showing shit to each other. Where's the action? Where's the at least here it's like oh, at least at least they're doing something. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so at this point, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into main event. Main event. Um, so that's also something so else that, that I want to talk about a little bit. So why don't we talk a little bit about the main event and about, we'll talk about what I saw. Okay. So uh, let me know when you're ready to go ahead and do it. All right, next event is WWE's main event on Ion Television, November 21st, 2012 in Grand Rapids, Michigan, with commentators Michael Cole and JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield. So, awesome. at this point, uh, it, it, if you haven't seen, it's a, a match between Dolph Ziggler and The Miz. Now, I was really, really excited to watch this, being, you know, a Dolph Ziggler fan, and the fact that, you know, you have him as an obvious heel, and Miz kind of turning into a face. So they have their uh, they they have their little um, they have their kind of like little spat at the beginning. It, it shows you know it, it basically it shows over what had happened in the past couple of nights between Survivor Series, Monday Night Raw, and and now main event. So at this point. Miz comes out and he calls Dolph Ziggler Linus from 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 fucking uh, uh, from, from Charlie Brown, yeah. uh, stating that yeah. you know he's clutching that briefcase like Linus clutched his security blanket. So Ziggler just you know he gets he gets pretty pissed off and then he just goes and he slaps Miz in the face and then they they end up uh, going at it and stating that he was and never was just the fact that you know and I I was I was actually agreeing with them at this point. The fact of the matter is that. Miz has been doing nothing but going on about, oh, I I main evented WrestleMania. I beat John Cena. I was a WWE champion, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, dude, that's like two years ago. Like, honestly, get over it. Like, that's like, he's he's seriously a one-hit wonder at this point. Just the way that he's spouting off again about everything. So, yeah, the match begins, and... It's 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 honestly it's just it's back and forth throughout the majority of this match. It was really really good. Honestly, for main event, I was never really too big of a fan of this of this you know this basically the start of the series. I thought it was just going to be a basically a televised house show, which in some cases it kind of is. Um, production values, of course, are going to be a little bit better, but at this point, you know they've been having some good matches, and at that point too, like I explained to Ramsey a little bit earlier. It's good that they're adding a lot of focus to these matches. Because normally when you have an event like Raw or SmackDown, they have a build-up for a main event match. But nothing really hap- nothing really monumental happens at that main event, ma- main event match. It always, always ends in some sort of controversy that sets up either for the next pay-per-view or, you know, some sort of, you know, backlash from the previous pay-per-view, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, so you never have this. Next week or... Exactly. You never have a good, solid match. You never have a good, solid main event match. And the great thing about main event, you know, on Ion Television is the fact that they actually can do that. They actually have their main event match. It's seriously, because it's an hour-long, uh, it's an hour-long show. And I would say close to about maybe 
20 to 30 minutes of it is 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 pretty much that match is that that main event uh, the main event match that they go ahead and they 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 basically you know they um they televise they they advertise basically so at this point it's just it's going back and forth between them back and forth back and forth it just you know as soon as one person takes control it's going out and back and forth back and forth you know it, it's it, it just it's it's really 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 good um one of the things that was interesting that you really see Dolph Ziggler's character was when he goes for the um the uh the basically the um I like to call it an assisted pin when he gets leverage off the ropes. Yeah. And you know yeah. I hope Sorette doesn't see it, of course he sees it. Um and yeah, he, they they go for it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It just it ends in a good good way. Um I think yeah, it, it Goes for a zigzag off the ropes, um, and then uh, Ziggler slips out of it, and then ends up uh, hitting him with. Uh, I think it was pretty much a backbreaker. No, no, he does hit him with another zigzag, um, and then Matt Striker comes out after the end of the match, uh, and Dolph Ziggler just doesn't get him a chance to do anything. He just takes the mic and he tells him to beat it. And, and then so he's stating that, you know, he's better than everyone. And, um, you know, stating that, you know, hey, I, yeah, he's he's doing everything. He's having seriously the best week so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he was the mate. He was the sole survivor at Survivor Series, which is it's kind of like a tough thing to do in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because those are it's 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 a fairly grueling match. Um. So he, he was the sole survivor on his team, the team captain, the sole survivor. And at that point, too, you know, a, a decent kind of a... He, he injured John Cena, so to speak, on, on Raw. And then now he ends up beating the Miz. Yeah. This was this would have been a great match for either of them. Any way it went, it would have been great. But the fact of the matter is it went in Dolph, Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler's favor, and I was really happy for that. Just because, you know, basically he's saying that he's going after John Cena now. And uh, basically, yeah, his his story isn't over by a long shot, and then he's just like show off. the The next match, there isn't really too much to say. Uh, Wade Barrett against Justin Gabriel. Now they were pretty, they, you know, I, I wouldn't say that they were super tight, but I mean they were in the in the nexus together. And at this point, you know, Justin Gabriel, a very very talented guy who needs a bit of a push. We've explained this before. We discussed this before. Yeah. Same thing with you know. Yeah. But you know, we won a record wanna, so many times about him. So many, me and Stan, yeah. now you and me. Yeah. 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 He just they both need a bit of a push. But basically, Wade Barrett, you know, he he at this point, he Justin Gabriel is is actually he's he's doing a bit at the beginning of the match. He's he's getting everything done. And Wade Barrett just basically takes it down. He he gets him with the bull hammer and that's it. Um, yeah, that move is just gnarly as hell. Um, from that point forward, uh, they they show a little bit of uh, information about I guess you know the next match. Basically, John Cena is going to be on Ion Television. Um, so at this point, Damian Sandow comes out. Um, yeah, and uh, he states that. He's gonna go and take on John Cena, and he's tired of John Cena calling him a hypocrite and a false title, 
and that he's just tired of his little, you know, I'm kind of the hero and, you know, his little face, you know, is you can't see me thing. And then that's pretty much it. And then uh, he just yells out, you're welcome, which, oh, God, I hate that. I hate that so much. It's fucking annoying as shit. Um, but, yeah, John Cena is going to be on his first main event match next week. So I guess that's kind of good to say. Um, I've kind of been looking forward to it, mostly because uh, they've been showing nothing but John Cena, promo, John Cena promos on ION. Um, I've, I've been seeing quite a few of them. I watch the network just because they show Psych and My Name is Earl. Uh, I hope we don't get sued from them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's that. And then they just have John Cena promos. And the fact that he's actually going to be on it next week is actually going to be somewhat entertaining. So, from there, we make our way to SmackDown. Well, before that, I want well, to talk a little bit about something I saw. I saw. Because I was completely bored, and I was like, ah, might as well watch this, because like, there was nothing else on. Um, he had a special on WWE. It was based on, it was the soup uh, salutes WWE. <laughs> yeah. I ended up seeing the promo for that, and that looks hilarious. I actually, I can't wait to see that. It's actually Isn't that really the, funny. It was really funny. It was really funny. Like, oh, God, I gotta watch like, it. I gotta look it It up. was really funny, because, like, um, it wasn't, like, for, like, what I don't like about WWE humor is that, like, it seems kind of forced, and it almost seems like someone's in their ear whispering to them, like, this is what you say, damn it. Yeah, like, they probably a little tiny microphone, or, like, you know, little tiny earpiece in, and then they're just getting fed these lines to say over and over and over again. Yeah, and it's really yeah. convenient it's, for them to be not only free from that kind of, like, environment of, environment that, uh, to of be that, themselves uh, a little bit, either, but also be have a little also, bit of the humor from the writing staff of the, of the soup, like, behind them, and they're actually very funny. Very funny. Yeah. Um... I won't go into too many details because, like, there is there's not, never much, there's not much wrestling and there's, like, a lot of the clips. Um, there's some, like, like stuff that I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they, they played this clip. And they're like, but, like, what I liked about it, like, uh, just to make it brief, because I know you don't want to watch it, so I'm not going to spoil it for you, is that it doesn't insult the intelligence. As a matter of fact, it, like, they respect a lot of it. And it's not really and focused on really wrestling. wrestling. It's just like, like it's, it's just like, like hey, it's wrestling. Like, uh, hey, it's kind of ridiculous, uh, but look at the shit that we watch. Like, like we have to watch every week too. Too. Yeah. So it's like. So, it, so it, like it, yeah. One. <laughs> no, I, I am actually I am interested in checking it out. So hopefully I do get to you soon. Yeah, I probably might have to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Now that I figured out you didn't watch it, like, oh, man, hey, we are just going to watch it. Oh, man, I don't want to spoil it. Because, like, some of the clips they play, like, especially the WWE clips, it's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. They actually played that clip. And like I said, it's just very cool to see them using, them actually with film, like, not doing WWE comedy and actually doing, like, some smart comedy for once. And it actually actually works really well. Especially Daniel Bryan. Especially, <laughs> like, it's like, it makes me amazed. Like, wow, this guy is really wow, improved over the years. Like, like, like before, like, not before, it was awkward, but it's like, like, nowadays it's like, wow, nowadays, this guy right wow, here, yeah, he's got some, he's got some chops. The mic. The mic. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he can cut a promo. He can. Um, 
Okay, so uh, let's see. Whenever you're ready, you want to do the intro for SmackDown, or do you want me to do it? I'll do it from here. I'll do it. As far as things go, the reason being is that with SmackDown, you don't really have too much new footage. They like to rehash everything that was done on Raw just to give everyone, you know, it's kind of like they're force feeding it down your throat. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what you need to know. This is what happened. As if, you know, you didn't watch it, basically. Um, it, it was it was somewhat interesting, this kind of like little spat. The funniest thing was when uh, John Cena yells at Vicky Guerrero that she's kissed Dolph Ziggler uh, hundreds of times and that, you know, they can't uh, basically medically prove that she's a woman or something like that. I, I wish I could just, you know, if we could play a clip of it, that'd be hilarious. But basically he calls her out. He says, you know, he's like, that's completely, uh, that's completely false. You've kissed Dolph Ziggler before, and we can't medically prove that you're a woman. And I had to rewatch three times. It was hilarious. So, I mean, if, if you haven't really seen it, watch it. Just, I mean, it, it was good for what it was. Um, so, at, at this point, um, they, uh, they, they announced that Kofi Kingston is going to be defending the Intercontinental Championship against him in Sandow. Uh, so they make that known that there's going to be a title match on SmackDown, which I don't remember the last time that that was actually done. Could um, be recent, but I just, it's for the life of me, it's exceeding me. Um, so the first match of the actual night is Ryback against Darren Young. Titus O'Neil's on commentary, more or less. For oh, my this God. One. Um, so anything you need to add? Uh, I completely forgot this match happened. <laughs> To the point where I was like, I, I thought I thought this was last week's show. I swear to God, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, was this last week's show or this week's show? And then I was pointing out like, oh wait, it was this week's show. Oh wait. But yeah. Um. So Darren Young, like like we've explained with any Ryback match, whoever's facing Ryback starts off strong. He, you know, he's getting in. He's throwing a few. Punches, Ryback catching him, he's eating him, and you know, basically, it's it's over from that point forward. Um, mm-hmm. Ryback just you know just takes him down. At that point, uh, Darren Young tries to get out of the ring, and 
Titus O'Neil blows that whistle at him. And, uh... And I think he was trying to, I think what he was trying to do is he was trying to startle him, like, like how you would startle a dog by playing a really loud noise in front of him, but I don't think that works on right now. Yeah. No, I think what he was probably trying to do is just to distract him a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably yeah, just but, what it yeah, was. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. Oh, well, it works on dogs. It may work for... Oh, nope. Nope. Yeah, exactly. He tries to go for that, and, uh, it doesn't work. And, uh... Skipping, you know, the, the typical thing. He actually, right back, of course, gets the pin. And, uh, yeah, he, he he basically, he orders them to stop the music at that point. And uh, Titus O'Neil states that Darren Young is worth a mil, you know, worth millions of dollars. And they, they do that thing. And uh, he basically, he gets up, goes into the ring. Ryback just kicks him and then hits him with the shell shock. Ryback gets pumped up and then, you know, of course the crowd responds. So, and uh, they, they advertise tonight's yeah. main event, which is going to be a good one. It's Randy Orton and, for a change, not not now, not Alberto Dario, but Dolph Ziggler. So he gets another big match. Exactly. He gets another big match. Hold on. Um, uh, there's just uh, one big problem with this. It's like maybe it was a, maybe it was a way I saw. But I did not. I didn't even know. I thought the main event was gonna be Kofi Kingston versus um. I thought Kofi Kingston and Jimmy Senda was the main event. That's how like under. That's how like under. I I think they promoted that more than that main event. I'm like what? 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 They they what? mentioned the title match. Quite a bit. They mentioned they they mentioned it, but they didn't actually. It wasn't. It's not the main event. The main event of the night is going to be, you know, Randy Orton against Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it was the third match that that Kofi went up against. Um. That uh, I think it was either the third. I think it was. No, it it was somewhere a little bit after. We'll we'll get to that in just a moment, basically. But the the next you know the next match after this one is r Truth against Antonio Cesaro. Um. So it's basically it's a rematch from Survivor Series. Cesaro before the match yeah. states that you know he can tell by the, the the crowd's fat faces that they enjoyed their Thanksgiving, and you know he just goes on about it. Thursday before, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and uh, so yeah, and then also at that on that commentary. Uh, uh, when they talk about what's it called, the main event, it, main events recorded on what date? They're recorded, I think, before, recorded, Smack, like, before SmackDown. Before SmackDown. Probably. Could possibly be. Um, no, actually, so at that point, but so, so, um, you remember uh, last week, uh, somehow uh, Damien Sandow knew they, about the injury of uh, Cody Rhodes on SmackDown? on SmackDown? Oh, yeah. So that's why it's like yeah, they, so do recorded before, yeah, they do record it before. Um, they do record it before. They do before Yeah. So moving on at this point from there, um, our yeah, truth well, and yeah, our truth and Cesaro. Cesaro, our truth just got a clean win here. I just don't know why. I think they're, they're as we kind of are, they're trying to build up that title change a bit more. Instead of it just being straightforward, Antonio Cesaro losing it and then you know kind of getting cast aside, they're they're putting more into it. They're basically yeah. 
they're they're adding more and more and more to it. Um, that's basically what it was. They're they're just trying to add more to this and build it up more than just a quick you know quick little feud involved in a title change. Yeah. So our yeah. Yeah. Well, they that, like, you know, I don't think it was very necessary for our to get the win. I think I think Cesaro would have been better off, you know, fighting someone else like like um. Uh, like last week, then like uh, last week he uh, had a really good match against. Uh, was it last week or was it two? Was it or, I don't know when, but uh, it was uh, him and Singara, and they had a really good match. Really good match. Oh yeah, it, I think it was really good. Really good. I think it was about maybe. I think a week or two ago. I, I remember the match that you're talking about. Yeah. As much as I wanted Singara to win, Cesaro picked up the win and he did it pretty well. Yeah, that's um, why it's like you need yeah. like that to, but, uh, to, need, to make but, your champion strong. But oh well, we're on the fucking committee. Oh, well, if we were, not, we we run the company down down to the ground. That's that was, that's one thing I said to I always say to Stan. It's great that we do a podcast and not actually do and actually be part of the day by day of the WWE or whatever. Because if if we were, oh my god, we would run the company to the ground so hard it wouldn't be funny. Funny. Yeah. No, we would. Um. It, there's a lot of things that can be said that we kind of say for off 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 recording. Um, so moving on, uh, Sheamus is is walking around backstage. Booker T stops him, stating that he's not going to the locker room. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, just like the fact that he hit him with that, there, players, 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 and that blah blah blah, and it's like you, you want to. What do you propose? Like, why don't you go back to my special skybox and then watch and watch the uh, watch the next couple of matches from there? Yeah, he's telling him he's like, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to do anything tonight. And um, pretty much, yeah, a Big Show is going to be up in a handicap match against Team Hell No. So there, there's another match that's being added on tonight's uh, card. Um, the next match, uh, we see Sin Cara, you know, walking backstage. And he's going to go face Alberto Del Rio. So this was, I mean, it, it was, it was, I, I actually, I hated this match, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't know yeah, why. I, I, like, like, no offense to either of these men, like, we know we like these men, just the problem is, something about this match rubbed me the wrong way, too. You're not alone on this one. I actually do feel kind of like something's not right about this match. I, it was. It felt like stuff that we've seen before. Like I felt like I've seen that match hundreds of times. You know, just it, it, where in regards to you know, Alberto Del Rio doing backhanded stuff. Yeah. You have him. Yeah. You know, doing working on uh, on Sinkar's arm. Then you have him working on the mask, pulling the mask off, and all yeah. this other stuff. I and think it, I, know why. I think so. I think it finally I dawned on me as I was watching as we were talking about this. It reminds me of like every other like as much as I like watching Lucha. It reminds me of like when you watch like those when you watch like those really long periods on like te- on like Galavision. Galavision. Just like like those three hour those three four hour blocks of wrestling and then it just starts to blend in with each other. They do like two or three falls. Of, of yeah, that you don't know. Like, like, oh my god, it doesn't feel like that. Where it's like nothing's happening. Yeah, it just feels like you're watching the same match in excess of about maybe close to about yeah about two or three hours. You don't yeah, really see a change. Like, yeah, I think that's why I'm sorry. That's why I think this match didn't do it for me. Cause I was like, 
I think I watched this match on Telemundo a couple months back while I was trying to like catch him. While I was just trying to get some sleep. Yeah, it's just it's it's one that could probably it's it's one we could have done without for this night, but you know they just probably needed to fill in the gap between certain matches. Which I can respect, it's just there could have been a better way to do it or a better match to set it up with. Something that we, you know, haven't seen in excess of about maybe ten times already. Yeah, so, it, the worst part yeah, is the end result. It's like, do it like, do it at first you don't succeed, LF. don't ever try it again. Don't but seeing Carl, you they, know, God bless no, him. <laughs> he, but yeah, he just keeps getting into that. What do you have time? What do you have time to charm? Yeah. It's, it's the armbar over and over again, and it just, it's it's... It's kind of hard to see. Exactly. At least oh my the God. way that oh, I, I. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, that's a, I think that's another oh, that's reason why it's just like we're so used to, to, we're so, um, to the lighting uh, being actually kind of lighting, normal in his tag uh, matches with uh, Rey Mysterio. And then we this happens. And then, what the hell's happening? What the hell? Oh yeah, where it has that kind of like weird like kind of amber aura around the ring where where it yeah. gets it. Yeah. It just it for lack of a better word. It was just a, it was a, it could have been better than what it was. Um, of course, Alberto Del Rio picks up the win with a submission by doing, you know, the, the cross arm breaker and Sin Cara immediately taps out. Like just, it's, it's, Gee, it's bad. Gee, yeah. Oh, we need to end the match. That's it. It's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next was, was uh, big show versus team hell. No. Now, like I said, I, I have my gripes with the Big Show. I just I've never really found his character interesting, and then also with that I, too, I don't find his character I, interesting either. Character but um, like it was okay. But, uh, he was you know the friendly giant, but you know as soon as he's like, oh, I have a you know million dollar contract. It's super airtight, and uh, I can't you know no one can do anything, and I can do anything I want, and I can't get fired for it. Um, so he's yeah. just basically, like I said, he's one of those, it's like a schoolyard bully that he knows he's bigger than everyone else and he's just going to use his size against everyone else. I'm big. Is, I'm going to be me. Is, I actually liked him more in that like period because it was like, for, like, for, like, cons- like, I think cons- they finally, like, I think they finally looked at him and was like, let's see, let's see how you can try come more complicated promos instead of, and he cut like these really good and promos, and I think really that's why I, like I like that period, like like uh, the beginning of the year when he was that. And now they like, just put him back to this position where he was before, and it's like, no, you should actually make him make him back to how he was before. For God's sakes, he was actually somewhat decent around that time. But oh well, oh well. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was the match itself. Uh, Daniel Bryan starts out, and you know, it, it just it's uh, it's it's one of those matches that we've seen quite a bit. Basically, like the Sincara and Alberto Del Rio match, it just it's it's one of those ones that you know you see people going up against the Big Show. Anyone other than say Sheamus or a few other people, they don't get the win. Yeah, right off yeah. the bat, they're not going to get the win. It's just basically it's a fodder match. Not just that, like, don't you see the lover's spat? It's like, oh, okay, we know who's going to win this one. Yeah, you, you have, you know, Team Hell No with their internal issues, and 
it just it, it bleeds all throughout this match, and then finally it ends up just closing out with, you know, Big Show picking up the win, and it's just it's. Mm, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And not, yeah. not just It could have been handled a lot better, as we said. You know, moving on um, the uh, the title the title match, basically the Intercontinental title match. So basically, that was match number four, I believe. Yeah, that was match. So that was the fourth match on the show. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this was actually a pretty long SmackDown. As far as how matches are getting concerned, because I mean, normally yeah. with SmackDown you have a lot of just the recap footage. And then you maybe have about three matches total. Three matches usually. They have one at the beginning, Actually, no, and then they, they kind of five have... matches, and they'll all go like like they'll go like five, they'll go like four or five minutes each. This is actually really, I this is the first time in a very long time where the matches actually are kind of spaced out for for a bit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that that's pretty. Yeah, actually, there was uh, six matches actually. What? So we had, yeah, we had we had Ryback Ryback at the beginning. He takes Archery Cesaro. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big Show and Hello. And then now Kofi Kingston and Damian Sandow. Um and then followed which the main event match, it's Dolph Ziggler and Randy Orton. So with this match, um uh Wade Barrett actually comes out and he's kind of pretty commentary yeah he's um, good. he's very good very good talk i think also we tend to forget as well it's like he's pretty good on the mic yeah a lot of these you know i, I would say it i give it up more to the heels just because they can cut promos better than than face characters can yeah and, just and that's, hands that's down one of the things where sometimes like well you may have our disagreements but like sometimes 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 a, a, a really good heel doesn't need to like doesn't need to go to like, you people and stuff like that like some people in order just to cut a good promo, you just need to have like the arrogance of, of it. Just like that's why like arrogant heels are, are some of the better heels instead of like like CM Punk. Like I can see where you're coming from. Where it's like you don't like him very much when he was like respect, respect, respect. Cause it was like, all right, fine, whatever, respect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And now that he's it, sort of like now away from that, now he's a little bit now he's a little bit more arrogant in his position. Now I'm starting to really like him as a, as a heel. Yeah. It just it's it's when when they do the the when they they basically attack like prime example Antonio Cesaro as as opposed to Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. you have Antonio Cesaro who is straight up one of those heels where he just you know his arrogance overplays everything it, it takes you know front seat to everything where you know he knows oh I'm from a different country so I'm automatically better than you. You're all fat and that's stupid. All, that that's always been his gimmick, even in like even in like when he was um even when he, when he was Claudio Classic Noli back in like you know the Indies that 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 was his gimmick period. Just that he was like 
the his whole homic was basically I am very 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 European. Yeah, which they yeah, they are snobby people. Yeah. Um, exactly. And no shame in my game. Um, sorry, Europeans. So <laughs> it's okay. I know a few Europeans. Um, they know they're arrogant. Um, <laughs> hey, let's yeah, keep going, yeah. my good man. Yeah, so, um, he gets he gets up commentary now he comes out i think before everyone else um and yeah so he comes out and you know gene's t-shirt and his 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 hands are wrapped up for whatever reason so you know you i kind of when i first saw beforehand or something yeah like i'm like is there is this gonna be a street fight or something and you know at that point it's just it's like okay uh he's gonna interfere in the match somehow one way or another I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I know he's going to do it. And yeah. so, uh, basically, um, at that point, uh, you know... Uh, the match starts. Yeah, they, they circle back and forth. You know, they're, it's basically like watching, a, you know, two apparently top-tier Tekken, pe- you know, Tekken players go at it. They dance around for a bit, and then finally they go at it. So, it just, it's... It's one of those things where just it, it 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 starts off slow, but Sandow just you know as as ruthless as he is, you know he makes matches interesting. As much as I hate him, he is good to watch. Just the fact that he's yeah. arrogant in your face, he's he's I like a pit. That's the that's the thing I never would have expected from from this character to actually have like like I liked him because like I liked the uh, like I like that arrogant heel. He had that really good arrogance. But the, now that he's starting, to, now that he's starting to get a lot more matches in, I, I am like, I'm completely like, you know, like I'm completely amazed by him. It's like this guy cannot do anything wrong at this point. Yeah, it just it's, uh, yeah. So totally at that point, it just it's 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 a lot better than what it actually was. So from that point, you know, it you have. Like I said, you have Sandow taking control throughout the majority of the match. And then towards the end of it, Kofi Kingston actually, you know, he, he, he kind of picks some momentum, as he as he always does. He picks some momentum, and he gets the win. No other way around than the fact that, you know, he, he, he secures it. So from there, basically, uh, <laughs> I have a little bit of a spat. I was remembering um, WWE 13, it's like, Apparently they, they decided to give um, Kofi Kingston like some some wrestlers like uh, Rey Mysterio and Kofi Kingston and some other wrestlers I just don't know they have what's called like a comeback button I don't know if that was used before but it's just like yep do you just use a comeback button oh there he goes <laughs> kind of like a it's like the turbo button in the original Street Fighter games yeah um so from there basically uh it gets going more and more and more yeah he picks up the win and you kind of have like a little spat between wade barrett and kofi kingston and as i explained before you know talking about uh how he's gonna you know take the title from him again as he did previously yeah. so i think there's more and more and more from there um yeah, that's, that, that, i guess that's what i guess that's what they're trying to work up to and like you know that's fine and but the thing is, like, I don't see Wade Barrett winning it. I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna do want to make Kofi look strong at this point. So they're pretty sure they're gonna give the win to Kofi when, whenever the hell they're gonna do this match. Yeah, he's he's needed more momentum. 
you you tell me at this you're, you're preaching like seriously if that man isn't the if that man needs more if there's anybody in the the whole entire roster right now that needs that momentum it's Kofi because quite frankly like people still cheer him he's still he's still yeah. very over with the kids and everyone so it's like and the way that they like he's still like you can't keep him in that like low you can't keep you, you gotta keep, you gotta you gotta you gotta make him step up a little bit here yeah, it it, it 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 could be good, and I'm I'm hoping it actually is. So I'm hoping they do more with him, rather just kind of cut him short as far as like his title reign goes. I mean, they've proven that he's that he does well in a, in a tag team setting, but basically like anyone else, uh, Edge prime example. You know, they've shown that he's he's great at tag teams, but can he really do it as as far as you know being in singles competition, which. You know, Boy, judging. We saw that, and yeah. that was really, saw really it. glorious. It, it made me uh, a long-time fan and, and pretty much an eternal fan of Edge. Oh, yeah. um, I don't blame you. I'm yeah, you right we, there, we man. talked about this over and over again before, but um, yeah, it, it hopefully they do do a lot more with Kofi Kingston. I'm I'm hoping. I'm praying. Um, and and same thing with 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 Wade Barrett. They two wrestlers that need more of a push towards kind of center stage. So, you know, Kofi, he has an Intercontinental Champion. It's it's one of my favorite belts. I love the classic look, and I was happy when they brought it back, but it's kind of, it feels like a backseat title at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it could be good. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. So, at this point, um, kind of after that, after they do the, uh, the little... Um, after they do a little raw recap again, yeah. um, with uh, basically uh, CM Punk's little party, uh, Randy Orton makes his way to the ring. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. Dolph Ziggler makes his way to the ring first, I believe. Yeah. And so um, he comes out uh, clutching his blanket. I mean, a uh, 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 security briefcase. I mean, briefcase. Um, uh, so from that point, you know, Randy Orton gets in, and it's it's a good match. Another one, you know, yeah, Dolph Ziggler match. Like I'm not gonna deny yeah. that. I'm not gonna deny that. It's just like one of the things. Where it's like, wait, there's a main event. <laughs> yeah, it's it, after after the Intercontinental Champion match. It it just it 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 could have been it 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 could they could have capped that off as the main event, but they had a good match like this. Which, like I said, I, I believe it's it's you know I believe it's a good match. Um, so you have them, you know, with any good match, they're going back and forth throughout the majority of it. They're they're yeah. you know one's leading, take him down. The other's leading, take him down. The other's leading, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it it just it's it it was great for all intents and purposes. It was freaking great. Um, Towards the end of it, though, you you have Orton kind of gaining more momentum on Ziggler, and, and he just he's going for it, going more and more and more. You actually in in this we see a lot more of uh, of Ziggler's uh, kind of wrestling capabilities. I know yeah. they talked about it before that you know that he was you know uh, an actual like I believe a wrestler in college. You know he was like all state and some sort of champions, and and I I can't really go over his merits because I don't know him off the top of my head. I'm not JBL. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody. So, I don't think anybody's that insane to be JBL to have that much knowledge in top of his head. Yeah, he's 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 one of those guys, but he pulls it he's off a well. Walking Wikipedia, or, um, like he's a walking Wikipedia uh, thing, with Bob. He, he pretty much is. Right top of his head, you're like, 
Jesus yeah, it's Christ, like, man. Yeah, he could just. I was like, I'm pretty sure he has, you know, on the tablets that they have right there, he has Wikipedia pulled up and, you know, does a quick type. But, it, you know, still, the fact that he, he shouts out these facts more than, you know, say, you know, uh, the, 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 Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, Michael Cole, uh, uh, Jerry Lawler, and um, what's the other dude on SmackDown? I can't remember. Josh Matthews. Josh, uh, Josh Matthews. Um, so... Yeah. I mean, that's the thing I like about JBL. It's like he makes you he makes you legitimize, but sometimes it's like, okay, that's uh, okay. I like to I like to call it uh, like first and foremost, I like to call it a dubious claim that you just made, and second, uh, what does this have to do with anything? But I don't know. <laughs> but regardless, regardless, um, because I was talking about Dolph Ziggler being, you know, like a. a Kind of like a, um, you know, uh, like a, a well-recognized athlete before his his intro, you know, before his entrance in the WWE. Mm-hmm. How he's always going on in in any of Dolph Ziggler's matches, he's telling about, oh yeah, he's uh, he's he's like, oh yeah, he's uh, he did this. He um, you know, he was an all-state champion. He uh, he, I can't even freaking remember to be honest. The the yeah, fact that he was basically here, here's 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 a from his official Wikipedia article. Nick Namath, yeah. uh, um, Nick Namath, aka Dolph Ziggler, he went to St. Edward's High School in Lakewood, Ohio. He wrestled collegially at Kent State University, where he eventually set a record team for a team wins history. Record passed the 2006 as a uh, he had 121 career wins between 2000 and 2003. He won three mid all Mid American Conference Championship wins at 165 pounds tournaments in 2000, 2002, 2003. And he is the last, and he was one of the last champions of, of that college to win any kind of championships. Yeah, there you so, go. God damn, that's, that's, I, I'm, I'm I'm the new JBL. Yeah, there you go, Remy uh, Lawrence, I should say, <laughs> Remy Brown, your RBL. Thank um, you. So. <laughs> and I should take that as an honor. Anyways, let's let, let's keep it. Let's let, let's keep on going with this match. So it, it was a good match. Um, just each of them coming short of the pinfall over and over and over again. Um, yeah, it just it's 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 really 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 good. Uh, at that point, Orton hits with a hanging knee towards the, pretty much at the end of the match. Randy Orton's just building the, the, the his typical momentum. He's you know he's he gets him with a power slam. He's doing the pump. You know, he's getting him up for it. He takes him to the ropes and does the hanging DDT. And from there, you know, as he sort of drops the mats, he sets up the RKO. Ziggler gets up, and then he manages to get out of the RKO. And then he goes for a roll-up, pulls up the tights, and then he gets the win. So at that he point, did, he Dolph did the Ziggler... Smartest thing, he did the smartest thing anyone could in a wrestling match. He actually caught Randy Orton just before he was about to get him. So it's like he did the smartest thing anyone... What? In the universe, should be doing when he's about to do he's looking for the RKO. Yeah, he caught the Viper before the Viper could strike. That's basically the best way to put it. Exactly. Um, so at that point, he gets the win. He's he's excited. He rolls out of the ring and he's just you know he, rolls he, out of the he basically and then out of nowhere, Ricardo Rodriguez comes out like, "What the fuck? Where did you come from?" Yeah, he he runs out. And, you know, Randy Orton RKO's him on instinct. Just, you know, he sees him. Like, it's just he didn't basically even, he didn't like, turn back or anything. It's like, bam! It, there could have been no yeah, one he, back he, of him. He could have been there. And he hits him with the RKO. 
And then Alberto Del Rio kind of stays away from a bit. And he's just like, he's like doing that weird little like, kind of like, you know, like he, he, he does that weird little face that he does where it's like, he, he looks like a bulldog, basically. Yeah. Like he looked like my bulldog boomer when my bulldog boomer would kind of get a little pissed off. And you yeah. just have this like kind of like look snarling face. So you from from there you have uh, Dolph Ziggler walking up to the ring. He's just super stoked about it. He's like, huh. he's like, I just won. I had the best week ever. Huh. And as soon as he gets on the top, bam, Cena comes out. And yeah, Cena just, like puts on the STF and then that's how the show ends. I'm like, this is like the, like the most then, random Raw in my life. This is like the most random SmackDown ending Smackdown. I've ever seen in my life. Jesus Christ. I mean, all we need is like, yeah. like goddamn Hornswoggle to come out uh, just for like no inexplicable reason. Just so like the, you can be amongst the chaos. Yeah. So at that point, yeah, he, he gets him with the STF and he just, he has it locked in and he ain't letting go. And then you have Dolph Ziggler there just thriving in pain. And he's just like, ah, 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 and then you have like five officials, I think, trying just to pull him off. And they ain't making any headway on that. It just, they, they get him in and it, it just ends right then there. Um, I I the I, I would say probably it, it was probably the the best match of the night as far as it goes. Um, yeah, I agree. So basically, uh, going back over it, you have Ryback defeating Darren Young, uh, and then also taking down um, uh, 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 Titus O'Neil more or less, and uh, Arcs. Taking down Antonio Cesaro, Alberto Del Rio, of course, beating Sincara via submission. I mean, how? What else is new? Um, Big Show defeating Team Hell No. Kobe Kingston retaining his Intercontinental Championship against Damian Sandow, and then Dolph Ziggler taking down Randy Orton. Now, I don't, I, I'm, I don't mean to cheat Dolph Ziggler's one, but like I said, this is this kind of just cements him as 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 a great WWE superstar. Just the fact that the matter is, he's had an amazing week. He was a sole survivor on his team, being the team captain as well. You know, he he pretty much he got to John Cena. He injured John Cena on Raw without really having to have to do much, to be honest. Um, main event, he took down The Miz and he shut The Miz up. And then from this point forward, he took down probably one of the biggest people to take down at this point, Randy Orton. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, like, any it's not you know, the person that he's feuding with, Randy Orton hardly ever loses. He's just cemented as one of those guys, like, it's basically like in in, in, in Street Fighter 2. Anytime you could take down Sagat with, you know, hardly losing anything. I don't know if you've ever, you know, ran through it in the arcade. Yeah. And if you got to if you got to Sagat and you didn't lose any of the matches, he, you know, that's pretty much it. That's, that's the best way to explain it. So, he, he cemented himself and, you know, Things can only look up for Dolph Ziggler, which I'm happy about. It's probably one of the. I'm also afraid of too, because it's like I'm afraid that the next pay per view they're gonna like the setup is gonna be for him and John Cena to fight over the briefcase, and I fear that like any kind of momentum after that, like they might actually make him lose. Like I'm, I'm afraid they actually might tell him, oh, by the way, you're gonna have to lose the belt. You're gonna lose that um that briefcase to John Cena. I'm like, oh. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
it, it honestly it might happen. I think I remember that happened a while back. It happened with Edge. Uh, I don't remember who he fought for the briefcase. It was um, Mr. Kennedy because Mr. Kennedy was injured. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, he basically yeah. If that happens, that's probably gonna be. I think that's like what like this. That would be the second time that it happens, which it, it honestly it probably could at this point, but I really don't think it's going to happen because there's no way that they would have John Cena, the front runner of Raw, go for SmackDown's briefcase because at that point he'd have to cash it in against more than likely the Big Show, as far as what I'm saying. Yeah. And it, so, not only that, it's like they have this they're having this huge thing where he's like, oh, I want I want um, I want CM Punk, I want not only I want CM Punk, I want The Rock. This and that, blah blah blah. So it's not going to be just to say, "Oh, I kind of want the big show now." Yeah, it's it. We've been there before. We've seen that, and nothing really happened out of it. Nothing also, really, like, really happened. They're going to do also. They're, they're, they're going to about to like pull some bullshit where it's like, "Oh, by the way, you can actually cash it in on, on a. Uh, you can actually cash this thing on on Raw, and I'm pretty sure that's going to make that's going to make Dolph Ziggler look like even more like a goofball because he's like. I could have challenged CM Punk at any time. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like, and it's like I just know it's just some some shit like that's gonna happen, and like I'm afraid of that. But it's like right now, Dolph Ziggler, like I said, at, only thing we can we can only thing we can hope right now is that he, like the only thing that's good right now is that right now this little fighting. If like if they're not trying to make him into like this main event guy at this point, then I don't know what they're trying to do at this point. Yeah, they, they, they're setting him up for something. Hopefully it's something good, and it kind of furthers him along. But, I mean, I can only hope at this point. So, um, I mean, uh, that's pretty much it on my end. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Ramses? Um, no, not really, no, because, it's like, like I said, like a lot of it is stuff that we discussed all throughout the show and all that stuff, because, quite frankly, it's like they're, they're really... Um, like I said, this this week, like this week, it was just kind of like one of those weeks where it's just like, ah, oh, well, like, I don't like. I feel like this is kind of this is kind of the the kind of week that it would have been more beneficial for them to do this all this the week before the week before um, Survivor Series because I, I felt like for all throughout this week I felt like. Are you trying to set up for a pay-per-view or something? And I realized no, because there's nothing. There, there was nothing happening this week. Yeah, there. It's it's kind of just the it's the fallback after pay-per-view after Survivor Series, but they're kind of cementing stuff ahead of schedule. I think they're they're doing it a lot earlier on than I've actually seen anyone really do. Yeah, um, that's why I, say, I feel like this feels like all this feels like a go-home show to a show that's never gonna, that's not gonna happen for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, the next pay per view after this is TLC, TLC. right? TLC. And yeah. I think that's the third week of December. I believe so. Yeah, it's. It, I know it's before January. It's. They can't do it. Um, like, let's see. Um, I'm on WWE.com. Um, it just it feels weird watching TLC without Edge. I just. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Not only that, it's just like. It, it's just weird, period, because it's like, those, like, and this is the thing I don't like about, um, like, I don't like TLC, and I don't like, um, Hell in a Cell, because those are the kind of matches you leave when you have, like, a really, 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 
really they're, big they're gimmick going. They're they're gimmick matches. I mean, they're gimmick events, but it just it's it relies heavily on. That's another kind of thing. Like, like, like that's the kind of thing that you want to leave. Like a TLC match is like your last resort. Yeah. Okay. TLC. Oh my god! There's a picture right back on the front of the. <laughs> oh god! This commercial. Sorry, it's like I'm looking at I'm looking at the. Have you seen the commercial for TLC? No, I haven't actually. Let me go it's ahead and pull it, it up. It starts out like it starts out like like those commercials for like a, for an attorney with David Otunga. Oh god. It's actually it's actually quite interesting. So it's like David Otunga is like, have you ever been injured by this and this blah blah blah? And then I'll, like he's running down like what the TLC is in the very end. She was just like decks him with a with a with, with a chair. But yeah, it's December sixteenth. Okay, so it's it's basically it's yeah it's the third week of December, right? Mm-hmm. Third week of yeah. December. So, um, I guess uh, I'm actually looking at this while I'm on the site. The power rankings for this week. Oh, Lord. So oh, Lord. some people have gone down apparently. Uh, so they're the, the I guess the top twenty-five. So, uh, previously the great quality was up at number twenty-five. He's or he was down at number twenty-five. He's gone up since, and he's currently at twenty-two. Uh, Santino, who was previously at twenty-four, is now at twenty-five. Uh, primetime players are at twenty-four. Layla is twenty-three. Caitlin, my girl, is uh, twenty-one. She went down from uh, basically just down, went down one from from twenty. Brodus Clay went down from nineteen to twenty. Um, Justin Gabriel actually went up from 21 to 19. R-Truth went down uh, from 16 to 18. Uh, Heath Slater, I know he's one of your favorites. He looks like the kid oh, from yeah. Problem Child. Oh. <laughs> um, he he actually gone up. He, he went up. He went from 18 now to 17. The Miz dropped down one spot. He was previously 15, and now he's 16. Uh, going from 15 to 11... Wade Barrett went up. He was previously at 17. Now he's in the top, basically 15, at 15. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damian Sandow was previously at 8, and now he's at 14. So that's quite a bit of a jump. Um, yeah, last week was just not his week. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he lost, and, uh, he lost Cody Rhodes, and then, like, yes, he, he was on losing end of a, of, a, of a Survivor Series match. Despite me, despite me being the biggest Damien Sandow fan, yeah, it's like not, not his best week last week. Yeah, uh, Alberto Del Rio actually dropped quite a bit too. He went yeah. from ten, yeah. he went from the top ten. Now he's at thirteen. Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara they went down one from eleven to twelve. Uh, Cesaro actually went up from thirteen to eleven. So he's close to the top ten. Um, so at this point, Eve, she's at. 12, or she was previously at 12. She's went up to 10. Um, Kofi okay. Kingston was previously okay. at 9, and he's remaining at 9. Ziggler yeah, went up. Quite- he's always going to be in that cusp of, like, he, we, like, he wants to be on top, but we can't really do anything with it. <sighs> They're young. I mean, they, they they made him the Intercontinental Champion. He's, he's kept his championship, but there isn't really much, as you said, they can do with him. Um... But yeah, big jump, big jump from uh, from Ziggler. He went from fourteen to eight. 
So he's basically he's within the top ten now after yeah, that amazing. Like, I, I, guarantee, I guarantee it. Like, like, like all this, like everything he's doing right now. Like, like we're gonna we're gonna be, by by the time the summer rolls around, we're gonna be sick of hearing Dolph Ziggler's name. Which Speak for yourself, but <laughs> but um, Team Hell No, they went down one from six to seven. Randy Orton actually went from seven to six. So I guess they kind of just swap spots. Um, so top five, John Cena. Previously, he's retained his rank. Uh, Ryback actually went from three to four. He is now Sheamus. Uh, after that, uh, after the win over Sandow, but not really much else because of the loss with the the. Uh, I, you can kind of count it as a loss. Basically, with with the against Shay, or against the show, um, and then not competing on SmackDown, which is his main show. Basically, he's yeah. he's, he's I mean, SmackDown. If it isn't, yeah. if it isn't um, Randy Orton, it's Sheamus that's like the main focus. And like, and that was a weird. That was, I guess that was the only weird thing about SmackDown. I was just like, I, I here's Sheamus. You know, he's the main focus of everything. And they're like, uh, what, what what the hell? Like, why are you not making him do anything? Yeah, he just gets pushed aside. And the picture they're using for this is just great, man. It's uh, it's uh, it's basically um, it's 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 during their match where he uh, he grabs him by the beard and he throws him yeah, across the ring. And by the beard, it's like Jesus Christ! It's like if he if he like Irish ripped him from his beard, like I'm pretty sure he could get like a couple of like. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure he pulled of his, off of his, chin, of his chin hair. Like, oh shit! Oh Yeah. So. Uh, from there, basically, number two is Bishop, which he was previously at number one. He's dropped down one, and CM Punk's gone up. So CM Punk previously was at number four, and now he's up to the first spot, which, I mean, of course, the fact of it being that, that, the fact that, yeah, he, he took down, uh, you know, he took down Ryback and, uh, John Cena in, in the same night, um, it's 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 pretty monumental. It's not as crazy as what Jericho did to uh, to um, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, but it, oh, it's it's there. Way, I was there for that. I was there for that. Um, for that. I was there for that, for that match. You lucky bastard. Um, I, you should you should have seen you should have seen me. I I could like I was the happiest guy in the world. By the way, it felt like the day after my birthday that that made that uh, that pay per view. I was like, holy shit, that was the greatest birthday gift ever. Did, did anyone tell you to calm your tits? No, because my brother he, he mysteriously left. He mysteriously left, and he was like, it was, um, because like, RVD and, and Undertaker had like a false call anywhere match that same night, and he went to like sneak up and went to see like went to check it out. I'm like, well, tell him, like, bastard. Yeah, but that that was more or less the highlight of it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, so yeah, he he's some he's he's really moved up in the power rankings, which I hardly ever follow these, just because I know it's, it's bullshit for the most part, but it's interesting. Yeah, so uh, yeah, beyond that, what the? You are so gay. <laughs> I hate my friend Chico. I really do. Um, that's, did that's, you hear that? That is staying. That is staying. That is not going to be cut. By the way, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I leave that me, in. 
he sent me a message on Steam, and it's a link. And I, I the first red flag for channel, second red flag, upskirt, third panty shot. I'm like, okay, I I, I know this is gonna be bad. Whatever. I I thought it was just gonna be. I didn't think it was gonna be a GIF, or you know any sort of like little like text image, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, he got me, and. Uh, Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I think uh, you think we should just close up shop for tonight. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, good week for Dolph Ziggler. Bad week for Damian Sandow. Um, yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty yeah. then. So, yeah. So, like, any other thoughts about this week in wrestling? Anything at all? Nope, that's pretty much it. I've, I've expressed uh, the extent of my um, my my feelings towards this particular week in, in wrestling, and, yeah, and I look it. forward to next week. Indeed. Alrighty then, so you can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, the address is www.plasticjoint.com. So as for me, I am Ramses. That is Eric saying, ring the damn bell. Peace.